Hi, I'm Sophia, a founder and mother. This podcast is all about empowering mums who are ready to launch and grow businesses without the overwhelm, stress and confusion. Join me and some very special guests as we share game-changing tools, tips and actionable strategies designed to give mums ownership over their futures. If you're looking for freedom and flexibility for your family, you'll find it here at the Founder and Mother podcast. All the show notes and resources we talk about in each podcast episode can be found over at founderandmother.com, which is also where you can get more information on our business launch and growth courses, which are designed exclusively for mums. Now let's get into today's episode. So hi, everyone. Welcome to the very first episode of Founder and Mother. I am really excited to be here to tell you a little bit about what Founder and Mother is and to introduce myself. I'm Sophia. I'm I'm going to be taking you through some of these, I guess, episodes. And in a nutshell, it is really about empowering mums to create and launch and grow businesses that they love. So I recently became a mum. I've got a gorgeous four-month-old baby. Obviously, I think he's gorgeous. He's mine, called Sunny. And the more I, you know, interacted with mums in in my antenatal classes and since I um, had my baby and kind of, yeah, got talking to them, the more I kind of realised there's so much anxiety and so much kind of, yeah, worry and concern about what's going to happen when these mums end their maternity leave and go back to work or maybe the mums have already ended their maternity leave and are back at work and it's just really not what they were envisaging I guess your priorities really shift even if um you don't think they're going to it's pretty hard not to change your focus when you have a baby and for some mums going back to a workplace that's got you know strict hours potentially a long commute and you know really intense deadlines and pressure for some mums that's that kind of can seem a little bit overwhelming and I think what we crave and certainly something that I've experienced what we crave is a bit more flexibility so that we can have a better family work-life balance and that we can you know still be have the freedom I guess to be around as much as you want to as a mum without that kind of additional pressure now, in an ideal world, obviously, there are some mums that would never go back to work. But unfortunately, not not just financial reasons. You know, you also do want something that is a little bit more like your life before and potentially, um, you know, using different parts of the brain that you would be using than you do when you are maybe on maternity leave. So I was experiencing this. I kind of felt a little bit like, oh, I wonder how I can get back to work. But in a way that really suits my family. And I started to talk to a few friends of mine and people that I'd met. and it's overwhelmingly it's the case that you know things are different and we want to kind of set up lives for ourselves and our families in a different way and the more research I did the more um, I uncovered that this is a thread you know not just locally to me it's kind of you know pretty predominant everywhere and last year actually one in five mums were left in tears within days returning to work Kidspot did a study and while that's really hard to read I find it actually unfortunately not that surprising like it's shocking but it's not surprising I I completely get it like I can understand like how would you even fathom if you were even going back to an office and so I think what that does is it really opens the door or the opportunity for mums to think about owning their own businesses because that type of lifestyle is really affording them the freedom and the flexibility that they're potentially craving and so founder and mother was born kind of out of that I guess, problem space. We have these incredibly intelligent, capable, and capable, ambitious, driven women who have potentially taken a break from their career to have a child and, you know, still, still want a lot of that lifestyle, but they want to be able to kind of marry that up, you know, being a mother. So 
what can I do, I suppose, as somebody who's worked in, you know, marketing consultancy and coaching and worked with lots of different types of companies, helped set up, grow lots of different companies across, you know, broad range of industries, more predominantly in tech. What can I do as a mum who's feeling those feelings and wanting to help others? And so this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk about some of the tips and tricks and ways in which we can cut the overwhelm of launching businesses, of growing businesses, so that mums have better options when they come to think about returning to work. And that is it in a nutshell. It's about empowering mums to create you know, launch and grow businesses that they love and that meet the expectations they have of their family. Because I really think we can do better for mums. I think there are some incredible opportunities for us. We, as we go through pregnancy and um, postpartum and, you know, motherhood, there are so many opportunities you see for new businesses. Like there are so many gaps in the market, you know, not and not just to do with having children, but certainly you are obviously very focused in that world and And there are things that you think about when you're kind of sitting there in 2 a.m. in the morning feeding your baby um, that I want people to be able to bring to life. And my approach to everything that I've done in terms of my career and the way that I've helped founders in the past, I'm talking about people that have founded their own businesses, has always been to be really straightforward, to kind of cut through the BS and to cut through the overwhelm. My tagline when I had my last business was um, marketing without the overwhelm, because I think People have these incredible ideas or want to do more with their businesses, but they kind of get stuck in that like, oh, but there's so much to do. Oh, I just don't know where to start. Oh, I just don't have any time. And while all of those things can be true and the time aspect is incredibly important, we don't have much time as mums. I don't think that means there's no opportunity. I don't think that means that you can't own your own business or launch your own business. So I guess why 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 would you listen to me talk about this kind of stuff? And, you know, I'm very grateful if you are. And obviously, as I said, I just became a mum. His Sonny is currently four months old and I'm hopeful to have a few more months of maternity leave. But, you know, um, we're living in a cost of we've got living through a cost of living crisis. (laughs) As many of you feel the financial pressure. Um, So I kind of am in the boat of what can I do, you know, that's sustainable for my family and but also is you know, helping pay the bills. So before I had Sunny, I was a marketing consultant and coach for startup business founders and businesses looking to scale, so to grow in really sustainable ways. Um, I've helped people launch small businesses and kind of e-com or e-commerce shops like Shopify sites, as well as larger businesses. So lots of like B2B marketing. Um, And more recently, I've worked in the tech space. So I've kind of worked across finance, businesses, real estate, I said e-commerce, fitness and health companies, learning platforms, like a, a, a good breadth, I guess, of industries and a good breadth of business size. So small businesses, really big businesses. And I think I've I think I've learned a lot in between about what are the most sustainable, I guess, simple, easy ways to get your business off the ground and to grow your business. Working in tech, like although that might sound a little bit potentially different to the type of business that you're thinking about if you're watching this episode, there are some really key lessons that I learned working in tech, really specifically to do with the agile approach that a lot of software developers use. Um, And this concept of MVP, which stands for minimum viable product. And what that really is, is about how we can approach businesses or approach ways of working that are 
you know, really about testing, about learning, and then going in with a lot of investment or then going in with building websites. So rather than kind of going out with a big bang, like I guess is the traditional sense of I've got a business, I'm going to do a big launch. I can imagine if you had a hairdressing salon, you'd have a huge opening event and you'd be out. Agile is a little bit more about kind of test and learn, test and learn. And as you validate the assumptions you have about your business, because you do have an assumption, you assume that, you know, the people that you're buying, the people that you're selling your product to want to buy your product or the people that you're creating a service for is going to fulfill a need for them. But there are some assumptions that validating and testing and learning means that when you get to the point of investment or you get to the point of putting in time and resources, you're really well understood and you're really well versed in this is what my customer wants this is what they need this isn't what I think they need and what that can look like is you know plenty of times I've worked with founders who are like right I have spent five thousand dollars on a business plan I have gone to an agency and got an incredible website created and you know what I've also made an app we've spent hundreds of you know not hundreds but tens of thousands on an app I'm talking about bigger businesses now But we haven't ever spoken to a customer to say, hey, did you, if you're in this problem space, would this suit you? How would you engage with this? Would you want to be able to access it on your phone or on your laptop? Or would you want to be able to use an app on your phone? Or actually, is it something that you want to be able to do properly on your computer? So there's a lot of ways in which you can pare back the way you launch a business to really make sure that you are doing the right thing and you're investing where you need to. So that kind of, I guess, MVP approach is something that I think is really critical and that a lot of people don't necessarily think about when you think about launching a business. There are so many ways you can gain insights from your customer, you can get in front of your customer without a website, without spending loads of money on setting up a Shopify, without even having, you know, very much kind of uh, marketing platforms or social media or that kind of stuff there's so much you could do before you get to that point and it's really about discouraging spending a lot of money or spending a lot of time before we validated those assumptions so for me that's a game changer and that's something that I really want to be able to impart to mum so that concept of how can we learn and test and iterate or pivot or adapt to make sure that we're really aligned to what our customers want and how our product or service can fit that So I hope to have lots of episodes about MVP approaches and really pepper that through everything we do when we're talking about how to launch and to grow. So this series is really going to be aimed at mums who are either on maternity leave, maybe they're pregnant or they've gone back to work that are looking to launch or grow their businesses. Um, I'm also going to have some awesome guests come on and talk about what they've done in terms of launching businesses and um, creating those lifestyles that they want with their families. The culmination, I'm hoping, of this information will be an online course that mums can subscribe to and there'll be lots of different ways they can engage with it. There might be subscriptions or memberships. I'm working that out and I'm going to be sharing those journeys with you via this episode. I'm going to share all the information about how I went through a branding exercise, how I set up the website for founder and mother, how I've gone about registering the business, for example, how I'm testing who the audience is and some of the tips and tricks that I'm doing with my business, because I think that is a really useful kind of framework to share with you. So I hope that you'll tune in to the future episodes, no matter whether, no matter if you're in the course or not, this, you know, this series will be available free to everyone, because I think it's just the more that I can share some information with mums and the more we can lower that stat and not have anybody return to work 
I'd be in tears within, you know, the first few days or ever, the, you know, the better I think things will be. So um, I'm really passionate about that. And I'd love to hear from you um, if there's topics that you want to listen to or hear more about. And there'll be lots of different ways that you can engage with me via these episodes in the future. But for now, I hope that's given you an overview of, of who I am, of why you don't even bother listening to me talk about anything to do with business or marketing and what my goals are with founder and mother. If that's interesting to you, then awesome. I'd love it if you could follow the episodes wherever you listen to podcasts or watch videos. Um, or, or wherever kind of, yeah, you're listening to this medium. And I'm really excited to go on this journey with you. I think there's so much we can talk about and we can learn. And I can't wait to interview some other mums who have done some awesome things in the space because there is so much possibility. And if you can get through the overwhelm and find those kind of hacks that are appropriate for mums, then I think there's lots that we can do. So thank you so much for listening to me. Uh, I'll hopefully get a little bit more succinct in how I <laughs> engage in these episodes. It's my first one, so appreciate you bearing with me. Yeah, chat soon. Really great to be here, finally.